Greetings. Before we get started, the Whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the ugly truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs. Assuming they're a little twisted, too. It's the Uggs. Jamie? What is this I am seeing on the Twitter? What am I supposed to tell your grandfather? And Paula. (laughs) Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 79. I I was trying hard not to burp. I know, isn't that gross? (laughs) No. I took a sip of 7-Up and I was like sitting here and I was like trying to contort my neck and chest and all sorts of angles. (laughs) Do you remember when it was kind of a thing to swallow and burp? Yes, I was never able. I, I could never do it. I've never, ever, ever in my life been a burper. It kind of gives me pain. The only times I've, I like, I'll surprise myself if I burp and it's kind of like audible. I'm like, whoa, wow, that was like, hey, that's a good one. That everybody. was a good one for me, you know. <laughs> yes. So, so uh, welcome to the Ugly Truth. I'm Jamie with my sister Paula. We are here on our episode 79 to say hello, friends. Hello, iTunes and Stitcher and the other platforms in which you are listening. Hopefully, you're listening on our app. So after this show airs, you can go straight over to Ugly Cuts and listen to all the edited crap that producer Dub puts on there. I think that he decided to do the app so that he could prove to us how incredibly bad we are without his help. Okay, I will admit, like, was it last week's on the cuts where he kept recording us well we already were kept recording but where he caught us um like we couldn't hear each other because the skype disconnected skype disconnected but he... we were still recording so we're just like skype i hate you you piece of shit what do you mean call loss i know this <laughs> he was hysterical because when he was listening to all of that he's like you're not gonna believe this and he he had me listen to it he goes you guys were literally singing at the exact same time it sounds like you did it on purpose and we did it we couldn't hear each other but we're both like fuck you skype at the same time it was like harmonious (laughs) it's really funny that's just it's just because it's how we are sisters all right breaking news but probably not by the time you listen to this lady legend joan rivers has passed away due to complications from her throat surgery she was 81 What's really sad about it, really, because I don't ever want to be put in this position, is that her daughter actually had to take her off life support. And I think that would be brutal. It's bad enough. Your mother passing away. It's got to be torturous to have to make that decision for your mother. And it was unexpected because it was from what I understand, she was actually getting just like a medical procedure done, like in a clinic or something. And then she stopped breathing. It was like an outpatient procedure. They were looking at her vocal cords. I mean, I'm sure there will be plenty of jokes about her getting, you know, some kind of neck plastic surgery or something like that and i'm sure that you know if heaven exists she's probably laughing her ass off right now well i actually i wouldn't have been surprised if it was some sort of plastic surgery and i'd be like well it makes sense that's the way she would go but i mean it wasn't that actually it was something ironically it was actually not that yeah so she got transported to the hospital from where because she wasn't even at a hospital she uh had a heart attack and then slipped into a coma then they put her on life support and she never Recovered. Never recovered and then passed away. It is very sad. I mean, I read today someone said that 81 is a nice long life. And I'm like, you know what? Ask her daughter about that. Because I betcha she wouldn't agree with you. She (laughs) probably could have endured her for at least another, you know, 20 years. She would have loved her mother to be around for another 10 years if at all possible. I think you would probably, I think most human beings would love to have their mother for however long that they can have them. You know, and even if they died at, you know, 106 They'd be like, well, yes. she was 106, but, you know, given the choice, I'd, I'd love to see her to 107. So Right? I don't think there's ever, you know, the way I've always believed this is I just don't believe the human body chooses death. I think it's something that happens that we fight 
Yeah. Until the very end, regardless, unless it's, you know, instantaneous. But even then, you know, it's your body does not well, give up. Yeah. Most people don't look forward to, de- you know, most oh. people don't look forward to going to heaven like they look forward to going to Disneyland or something. I right. Mean, it's just or going to get a good burger or any of those you know, things. see their grandchildren again. I mean, they would choose that over, you know, merciful death. Yeah. Anyway. We appreciate women like Joan Rivers because if it wasn't for her breaking boundaries back way back in the 60s before we were even alive, mm-hmm. um, we would not we would not be as even although our success is very small in comparison to some ladies like the Amy Schumer, Sarah Silverman, sure. Lisa Lampanelli, Lisa Lampanelli and um, the redhead that I literally cannot remember her name right now. Oh. <laughs> I know. What is her name? Not Kathy Griffith, are you? Yes, Kathy Griffin. Oh Oh my God, I'm so dumb. I can't believe. Yeah, I guess Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Those ladies, and then on some tiny little aspect on the little corner of a page down at the end at the bottom uh, of like us, um, we would not be receiving any kind of success without women like Joan Rivers because she was one of the first women to say, I don't know what the fuck is your problem. I'm a woman, but I'm still allowed to talk about abortion and dating and sex and, you right. know, myself in a vulgar manner and you can just get over it. Right. And I mean, success or not, it just, you know, even if we weren't, you know, having any kind of success with our show, even if we were just human beings, I mean, really, she's changed you know, the fact that women can be funny and women right. can and, and our jokes don't have to be, you know, clean to be funny. Dinner. You know, women can can tell just as a dirty of a joke as a man can and it will yep. do be just as equally as funny. Agreed. You know, that to this day is still somewhat of an unpopular theory. It like is a unpopular. L- lot of men still don't think that they still think women have their places and that's good for them. But um <laughs> you true. know but I imagine at a time when Joan Rivers was up and coming and, you know, that must have been extraordinarily difficult to try and not only, you know, harness your tongue, but also try and succeed in life, you know, knowing that you have this way and knowing it's not even acceptable to be that way. It's and unacceptable. So yeah, it's she inappropriate. completely, you know, obliterated those boundaries and, yep. and paved a way for women like-minded to be... I guess recognized, but also accepted. Well, and just just appreciate that it doesn't really matter, men or women. I mean, you know, the thing is, is that most of the comedians that I really find hysterical are male, but it's a male-dominated industry. You know, comedy. Well, there's not a lot comedy. of girls. Yeah, there are women. The ones that I find, they have their niche. They're not necessarily like the. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I personally find the blue. I didn't know what blue was until somebody told us that we were blue. Blue. Which is, yeah, blue comedy means that you're a little vulgar or a little, you know, you use profanity and, and Oh, I talk thought about, that meant you were from like Arkansas or something. And, I thought you know, blue meant like you were a, teeth. like a mechanic or something. Yeah, like I was thinking like, like Bruce Springsteen kind of comedy. <laughs> yeah, you I know? didn't know. I'm like, blue? What does that mean? Like, I'm like a blue does that mean we drink worker? like Coors Light and, you know, we like have. Like I have a Miller High Life and I sit in the back the of my truck. I don't understand. I don't, I don't own a gun rack. I mean, what? I don't is even, that? I don't have a gun to necessitate a gun rack. We have I don't even racks, know. but I don't yeah, know about any. So I wouldn't put a gun on it. Someone indicated, somebody explained to me what blue meant. I actually Googled it. I'm like, what does blue comedy mean? I had no idea. Well, Joan Rivers popped up. Really? Immediately. Oh, yeah. She's, she was filthy. Filthy. Well, of course she was. I was watching her roast. They roasted her not that long ago, actually. Oh, it's been less than a few, it's been like five years, I think, maybe. I haven't seen she that. She was better than all of the other people. Well, of course she was. I mean, she was ridiculous. They call hilarious. Lisa Lampanelli the queen of mean, but I mean, my God. Joan Rivers is like been... the female Don Rickles. I mean, she she's, was... fe- she's ferociously funny. God, she. Well, my favorite thing to watch was um, her on any red carpet, any red oh carpet. Because, I mean, <laughs> she literally, like, I, the words would be coming out of her mouth, but it's like I was saying them myself, and it's like I was yep. almost in tears, like, I couldn't be prouder, because she just I know. basically cut Catherine Heigl to size, and I hate her, and she's so right, because she's ugly. <laughs> what You know, what was really, it was funny about today is all of the, the outpouring for Joan Rivers 
a lot of the people who are notoriously horrible at dressing, although, God forbid, Lena Dunham didn't say a word about how hideous she wears clothes. A woman without a clue. But Katy Perry said, it's going to, she's like, what's the point of wearing all these costumes if Joan Rivers isn't around to tell me how bad I look? I know, know, right? Right. Don't worry. Melissa will be right there. But don't worry. We'll find others. Someone will fill Melissa Rivers is as cruel as her mother. She's like, not at all. You know, who knows? The thing Uh, about, I think, Joan Rivers that, she you was know, anyone could unique. agree is is that you know when you're unique and you you have that kind of talent i mean flesh and blood or whatever you know they you they just stand alone so i mean as much as melissa's her daughter and they did a lot of things in tandem i just don't think she could even begin to you know nor would she probably want to hold a candle to her mother's talent oh god she will honor her mother uh i'm sure for many years to come uh, but there, there is none, no other like Joan Rivers. These right. women like us who who find comedic talk or stand up comedy, um, they will always look to her as how to really kick ass. Yeah, you know, on a stage or in front of an audience. But I did find a few things that I found interesting about her. Now, I recall I actually watched her reality show when she and her daughter were living together. <laughs> Do you I remember that, that show? No, I would have loved that. It was called, oh, I don't remember the name of it. I'll have to look it up, but it was in the it was in the probably early, something like Jonah Melissa or something. It was it was the early 2000s. It was Jonah Melissa, but it was it was definitely focused on Joan Rivers. Something like uh, a piece of me or I don't know, something to uh-huh. something related to her plastic surgery. Oh, OK. But some of the uh, some of the uh, little trivia that I read about today, out of all of their red carpet interviews, she and her daughter, Melissa Rivers, picked Tommy Lee Jones as the least friendly celebrity ever. Really? Is that interesting? Yes. Tommy I thought that Lee was really Jones. funny. Of all the people, I would not have well, suspected he's an, that. He's an old codger. I mean, come on. So he probably what, though? But I mean, he ago. doesn't strike me as unfriendly. Maybe a little shy, but well, gosh, he well, might just be a straight up dick. You know what? That's what he is from now on. The funniest people, in Joan Rivers' opinion, were Robert Benchley. I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. Woody Allen. Disagree. Steve Martin oh, and Sarah Vowell. I'll have to look up Sarah Vowell. Steve I don't know Martin, who Martin I would agree with. I don't know He's who so Sarah brilliant. Vowell is. Rivers was once billed at a strip club by the name, by the stand-up name Pepper January, offering comedy with spice. Oh my God. She probably did that like at the very beginning of her career. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, there really. There is no way. That probably uh, was something she probably just did for fun because she actually was on QVC for a long time. Like she, she sells was, a lot of shit. She had an um, interior design background, I think, or a designer background. I have no idea. There's, no, I don't see these facts on here. These are fun facts, and I don't know anything about that. Well, there was probably nothing fun about her being a clothes designer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not very fun. Uh, she collected Fabergé eggs and had a fair amount of Fabergé elephants. Oh. Quoted as saying, my husband just loved elephants, she said, when she was getting ready to sell a collection of objects in 2001. It has nothing to do with politics, although I don't think too many Democrats will be bidding on them. I don't know what that means. Like the elephants are the symbol of something and then there's like a... What's the other well, some one? people just like, like those things. Like a zebra I mean, or... Remember when our mom really loved chili peppers? God. I mean, you know, people like things for just well. There's the thing. love, and there's obsession, and there's you know, <laughs> painting your kitchen red and being ridiculous. Having chili pepper wallpaper. I I don't know whatever compelled her to think that was a good idea. Know. Well, like she, it was, it was a fun. You know when you know when that that was the dawn of the era of freaking trading spaces. Where oh everyone thought they could do something like really cool with a room, but not realize like, yeah, it's really cool until you say you don't want it anymore. And then you right. have to like redo the whole room, which well, nobody ever does. And so you're stuck with chili peppers and red wool for five years. Luckily, there was a flood that year and it destroyed her kitchen. God, the so she had to redo dis- the entire thing. The silver lining. And now it's all normal. <laughs> now yes. it's all granite and normal colors and, plain and beautiful. And, and boring and wasp-like. Stainless steel and yes, it's, it's lovely and classic. So anyway. Oh, and finally, Joan Rivers won Celebrity Apprentice in 2009. I did read that. So I did. And course- I did know that. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, she's pretty. She was pretty savvy, I think, at business because, like I said, she had done some designer work. She was really famous on QVC for a long time, and so it doesn't surprise me that she was able to put a business plan together and uh, rock yes. that. So, so safe home, 
Joan Rivers, yes. you legend you, and it is very sad, but uh, as she would want, she's going to want this to be a glamorous Hollywood send-off, which I'm sure it will be, and I'm looking forward to seeing Meryl Streep cry in five different uh, That was so funny. I hope she does it, too. I If I was Meryl Streep, I would absolutely do it. I would be honored. It. I would be, I would like, be like, are I, you kidding? I, I will be there. I will be the first one up there. You bring me up every ten minutes, and I'll and cry I'll in a different to, accent. I'll just need a small area to change clothes, and then that's it. <laughs> And I would totally do it. I would too. I would be honored to do it as well. It would be it would be a lovely send off. Anyway, all right. Well, safe home, Joan. And on to our own personal bullshit mm-hmm. recap. Uh, last weekend was the three day weekend, Memorial Day weekend. You went running off to the hills to watch a uh, wedding of a yes. family member on your boyfriend's side, and I stayed at home and watched your lovely children. And it was. To say the least, uneventful, which is what we like. Uneventful is always good. We do not want eventful. No. Your children are very funny. And I will talk more about your son when we talk about television. But your daughter is adorable and funny. And what's funny is... You can always tell when they are gleaning what they see from their parents or whatever the household is like initially, and then they kind of relax <laughs> and they're more like themselves. Yes. I would say the first couple of hours, everything out of their mouth, they look at me and they're like, Aunt Jamie, seriously? <laughs> seriously? And I'm like, okay, I don't know what's happening right now, but, <laughs> but you, you, you shouldn't talk to me like that. that. You're right. I, you probably shouldn't talk to me like that. It's a little lippy. And Malia, uh, Olivia, lippy? I'm like, Yes. <laughs> seriously <laughs> seriously it's lippy she's like all right bye that she is running so off funny. you know but they had so much fun and i think you told me that they conked out yeah and they <laughs> we took ran like ragged. a two and a half hour nap when they got home and you can always tell you know the measure of a child's fun time by how much they sleep and so they had a very very good time lots of swimming Lots yeah. of football games and eating, oh my it God. sounds like. Your son loves football. He sat with his uncle and watched football. The first, the second they got there, he sat down and watched football with him for like a good hour. How fun. And then when we went to the game uh, to watch our daughter cheer, because they do mm-hmm. peewee football, mm-hmm. he sat there intently the entire time and did not stop watching. And then at the end, he said, next time I come to a game, I'm bringing my money. And I said, why is that? He goes, well, I want to buy some Bronco gear because he wants wants a shirt and a hat. And and so I told Uncle Daryl, Padrusa Dub, I said, well, I think we know what we're getting him for his birthday. Yes, really, huh? Because I want him to have it or get him a little jersey or something. See, now I feel kind of bad because I just lamented the other day. I'm like, hey, I've got a fun idea. Let's take the kids roller skating. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Oh my god! And I told well, we were giving him crap about you actually. Why? Because Ryan's like, you know what? Because don't make fun of him because of me. It's not I, his fault. Okay, first of all, we weren't making fun of him. We were talking about your ass because we're like Ryan. No dance classes, none of it. He's like, I'm like, no jazz hands. He goes, oh, jazz hands? And he did jazz hands. I'm like, stop it. Stop it now. Now, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with children taking dance class. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as they're well-rounded, they get exposed to lots of different things. But there's a, there's a time limit. You know, when he's a when he's a cute, tiny little guy, it's adorable. But when they're like ten and prepubescent, and they start sounding like a when their voice is changing, awkward. Yeah, if they're not if they're if they're not like a hundred percent all in on dance, then it's over, man. It's done. The latest thing we're checking out is wrestling. So there's a there's a wrestling like gym or class area or whatever here, Mm -hmm. kind of by our house. And so it's not cheap, mind you, but nothing is. They will teach them, and they enter like this little. You know, you have to pay a membership to enter this little wrestling circuit, and they can you can go to as many competitions as you want to, or as little. And that's awesome. You should do it. Yeah, so we're gonna go check it out. But again, you know, Ryan gets these bright ideas and then the moment right. he gets there he realizes like oh wow people actually have to touch me wait what <laughs> no i don't want to do this what was funny is that um you know ryan he knows like every song that comes on the radio no matter what the channel is yes he gets that from his dad his dad literally can hear a song one time and he'll know all the lyrics do you find it irritating at all no i usually because i have the radio up i don't hear them oh so. okay well it was I'm trying not to listen to them very often I'm well what kidding. was funny is that i had comp- i had forgotten that i have this mother skill where i can literally tune out all noise in the car 
because, you know, obviously at one point I had four children under the age of 10. And so I know how to not listen to it anymore. Right. And Daryl's talking to me and I'm not hearing anything. And he said, <laughs> honey, what? Do you hear that Ryan literally knows every song that I, no matter what? And he was testing him. He was just changing channels to see if Ryan would start singing. <laughs> well, I'm we glad th- he could be a little experiment for you guys. And I said, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I noticed that earlier in the car on our way to the game. I had noticed that he knows the songs pretty much to everything. And then Ariana Grande came on and she started Whoa. singing, you know, I got one this problem, whatever. Yeah. And he started singing it. And I turned. <laughs> Right. So Ryan goes. That's what she sounds like to me. Ryan goes. (laughs) And I turn and I said, you know what? It's really disconcerting that you're singing a girl song like that. Stop it. You guys are going to give him a complex. I am not giving him a complex. And he's like, oh, really? Bust out a little Mariah. I don't think there's anything wrong. So we changed it to a country song. And then Daryl goes, dude, do you literally know like every song on the radio? He goes, pretty much. (laughs) Oh, and that was the other thing. Your daughter and her little leapster. (laughs) Yes. She's she made me she's like, take a picture of me standing here. And she's like, she's and she's posing. She's like, are you taking it? She goes, you just have to press that button. And I'm like, what are you, a little Japanese tourist? What is this? She is. And I told her, by the way, I told her, I said, Olivia, not one photo of me shall I see on this. No <laughs> oh, video. No photo. She goes, all right. The Ugly Truth mobile app is now available for Droid and Apple users. Of course, the episodes are always free and available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Having the Ugly Truth app not only helps support the show, you'll also get extra content like our ugly cuts. That's the stuff where the Uggs screw up or are even more inappropriate than usual. The Ugly Truth mobile app is just $3.99. That's a one-time fee, not a subscription. To get more info and download the links, visit UglyTruth.com app. That's U-G-L-E-E truth.com slash A-P-P. And thanks for helping out. Now, let's get back to the uglies. Speaking of privacy issues. God. The last time you and I recorded, none of this had occurred, but somebody was able to find a way to hack into a plethora of celebrities and their phones and their, you know, private videos and photos Mm -hmm. some of the more prominent names obviously jennifer lawrence kate upton kirsten dunce but i mean does anybody really want to see her naked i mean she doesn't even really have the like boobs or anything in her i mean i don't know butt's kind of flabby i mean no offense or anything i mean here's the way i look at it i have in my past taken sexual video and photos of myself Okay. okay with others okay there is no amount of money that I could provide to get that tape back. I know who has it. He swears that he destroyed it and then comes back and says he didn't. He has it. It's old, but he's had it. So you actually have a sex tape out there. I do. Wow. And it is terrifying to me that that could come out someday because it very well could. Now, will I be embarrassed? No. I was young. I mean, I, I'm sure that I look um, fantastic, but <laughs> right. that's kind of not the point. Yeah, it I mean, that would be thing. worse to be in like your freaking 40s and then have your sex tape come out after you've had like, you know, six kids or something. Well, I mean, like, I've oh been married God, forever. I'd pay $100,000 million to get that thing from coming out. You would think, but he won't give it back. <laughs> and no, so, I mean, like you probably look good then. I looked amazing, I'm sure. But the thing is, is that that's really not the point. The point right. is, is I was an idiot for doing it in the first place. And I was a double idiot for letting him take the tape. Right. I mean, who well, yeah. in in this day and age, if I was ever stupid enough to film myself having sex or let somebody take sexually explicit photos of myself, never would they leave my possession. Ever. So two things. I actually made a sex tape myself once, like on, you know, a video recorder or whatever. Right. But when this person and I split, I actually sat there and recorded the wall for two hours taping over that tape. Oh, you so did? I did it myself. Yeah. So oh, I made so sure, good. you know, that it was taped over. He wouldn't give the it to me. Second thing about sexually explicit photos is they appear to be sexually explicit when you're taking them, but when you develop them, 
<laughs> They're not they so most much. often do not look sexually explicit. They mostly just look stupid <laughs> or embarrassing. So for that right. reason, I would be embarrassed to have those pictures released because they'd be like, what were you doing here? I'd be like, why is your hair all wet? Because we thought it looked cool at the time. <laughs> because it was sexy. And why are you wearing velvet gloves cupping your A cups? Because it... <laughs> <laughs> and and why is he standing over you? Is that his foot? He it was, was a trying, theme. He was trying to get an angle. Okay, it was a theme. All right, we were theming. It was a thing. Why is there um, a Toy Story comforter on the bed? We were shut at, up. We were at his sister's house. It was his nephew's room. It just we weren't thinking about these things. Yeah, details. So I woke up the the morning that it broke. It, I and you know Daryl leaves very early for work, so it was like quarter to six. And um, I, you know, I'm awake, so I'm checking Twitter, and all of a sudden I see Jennifer Lawrence nudes, and I'm like, what? And I click the link, and there they all were. It wasn't like I went and sought them out. I would. Um, I tried to. I couldn't find anything. Well, I'm sure they're probably hard to find now, but I mean, I think that the, the news broke at like four in the morning, and I was looking at them an hour and 15 minutes later. Right. So when I hit the link, they're like, here they are. And I looked at them, and I'm like, okay, two things. One. She has nothing to be ashamed of. She is stunning nude. I mean, gorgeous body. Beautiful girl. Well, it's probably not about being ashamed. Well, that's the thing. Not, you know, wanting to show the entire world that. If somebody hacked into my phone, they would find a lot of really stupid photos, by the way. I was going to say, my phone is boring as all hell. I have nothing good. So if they have hacked into it, they're like bored and they moved on to somebody else. But if. I was stupid enough to have those types of photos. I would be mortified that my private life was exposed to every disgusting pervert in, on the planet forever. Because they, they don't – nothing ever goes away. But see, here's my problem with these naked selfies is like, okay, famous or not, you should not have naked pictures of yourself or anyone on your on phone. Your phone. You know? I mean, if you, you know, what's, what happened to Polaroids and digital cameras? I mean, like, I don't understand. I mean, I know it's convenient. I've taken naked pictures of myself. I do too. I but have then them. I delete them. Like, they, <laughs> they go away, you know? Yeah. Well, Except the Except thing- for this one. I didn't realize this was still on there, but because I've like <laughs> thumbing through my phone right now. Like, hey, I, where did okay, this one come from? Okay, it's not even really naked. But, anyways, the point no. is, is that if, if my camera got hijacked, they would find mostly pictures of my children, my cats, and my dogs. And they'd right. be like, this person sucks ass. They are boring. You right. know, why <laughs> is there a picture of high heels and slippers here? This is just stupid. So now you and I um, were actually together when this happened. Daryl is very demanding and he wants pictures of me. Did you actually just say Daryl is demanding? When it comes to he, oh, okay. he's constantly he's constantly saying, send me I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get in the shower. Oh, send me a picture. I mean, it's constant, constant. Because, you know, in reality, men are visual. They are visual creatures. Sure. That's why porn is so huge for men. They like to see everything. I'm like, you know what? No. And the reason that I say no now, and I used to not say no, is because <laughs> last year, was it been two years now, I think? About two years ago. I sent him a very benign quote-unquote sexy picture of me on the bed in nothing but a t-shirt no bra or panties and i you know it was a sexy picture sure for his eyes only i sent it to him he foolishly made it his picture for me for contact you know like you can add a picture to somebody's contact in your yes so that when they call you that's what pops they'll see it a friend of ours needed my phone number so he's like oh yeah no problem so he goes straight to his contact list Hits copy, sends it. And about 10 seconds later, I get a call or I get a text from his wife. Ooh, sexy picture. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, oh, we got your phone number. Hi, this is so-and-so. By the way, sexy picture. And you're like, what? You're like, what are you talking about? I could, I called, I was like, what the fuck? so funny i was laughing so hard but i'm like what is wrong with you well it was such an accident and obviously i mean the thing about producer dub is is like you know whenever he does something (laughs) you know not right it's never intentional and and i mean 
It's like trying to, I don't know, it's like trying to discipline an abused dog. You know, oh, it's shut just like, up. He's not abused. You couldn't, no, but I'm saying you can't make him feel any worse oh, than he probably already is going to feel. It's true. He felt terrible. It. And, you know, his retort was, well, you look great. I said, listen, I don't it's know true. how it's to It's not articulate. like you were bent over spreading your butt cheeks or no, something No, like it that. wasn't anything like that. I go, but I, I told him. I pose for a picture like that, by the way, but go ahead. A spread butt cheek picture? Well, I just don't know why anybody would. Like, I've seen pictures like who? that before, and I'm like, who in their right mind would be comfortable, like, spreading their butt Here's cheeks? Here's my anus? Like, like, who wants that? With their face between their knees. And... Oh, my God. No. no. I would never. I know. You know what? Call me a prude. I don't want anybody to see I'm my I'm not anus. a prude, but like I said, you know, the, the only time I've actually had sexy pictures like that look really good is when i had them professionally done and that was a long time ago which i don't regret you had professional sexy pictures taken yeah i had when? one of those oh god what was i 23 24 when did you do that why didn't i know about this probably because mm-hmm. i didn't tell anybody because i didn't want to get the third degree of like i would not have person? given you the third degree do you know how many times people have con- tried to convince me to go do boudoir photos that's like, what they were i it. did the boudoir photo so i have three pictures is your nip hanging out or anything no no i'm co- the, no, no i'm covered in all of them the only thing i have a thong on in one of them oh and my god so, was it like a white thong no it was black okay. but anyways saying, and sometimes so we forget but all of the i guess poses and like the looks on my face are very provocative and but i mean everything looked really good so well anyway my point is is that i would be mortified if any of my private photos or sex tapes ever came out in for public consumption i am sure these women it's probably not about the actual photo or video it's more of the fact that they're privacy was invaded they probably feel quite violated but yeah it's violating yeah and and that would be the thing that would piss me off the most if i was jennifer lawrence i'd be like yeah i have a kick-ass body but you didn't need to see me naked spread on a couch to know that i mean i wear like the tiniest of clothes on the run on the red carpet but you know that was for my boyfriend that wasn't for you assholes and even if they're in movies i mean everyone's body is their owned and they get to decide who sees it and when exactly and so, and, so i and i feel terrible the only thing i would say unfortunately lesson learned we don't take nudie photos of ourselves on no. our phone because guess what the internet isn't safe hello and your phone is not like your bed you know it's not really? something that no one yeah. can see everything sinks up into some cloud now people so I mean. are you know there are there are vile evil people in this world and you know there are some who love to wage war and scare people and then there are those who are disgusting brilliant perverts who like who love to do stuff like this and it's it's just as it makes people feel just as insecure yeah it's unfortunate and so when i see things like this i'm like why do you have naked pictures of yourself on your phone well you would think but you know what take a look at how old they all are they're all 20 something they're 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 young i'm sure they all got calls from their mothers like why do you have (laughs) jennifer why do you have nude pictures of yourself oh my god can you even imagine jennifer lynn what (laughs) is this i'm seeing on the twitter i don't care if you were sports illustrated or not we do not need to see pictures like this what am i supposed to tell your grandfather (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's true and so i mean although you know that all these titles don't blame the victims it's like i don't blame the victims it's not they didn't ask to be hacked Mm -hmm. but i do you know don't be so so naive that your tit your tit shots or your you know shower photos aren't being shown all over the place and might i add i did see the kate upton photo yeah. with her boyfriend justin verlander who is a baseball player oh my his ass is huge <laughs> jesus someone explained to me that pitchers happen to have very large thighs and so it makes their butts look really big but you know it's a very and there was no like genitals showing by the way it was like a side view because they did like this couple's side view selfie in their bathroom so you get you actually don't see anything i mean i've seen more of kate upton and professional shoots right but you know it's not that's not the point the point is is that she's gorgeous and adorable and it makes me sad that that private moment is now something that i know about i mean I did see it. It wasn't on purpose. I didn't go seeking it out, but it. I did see it. And that was, it was funny. I'm like, God, Kate Upton, she is really beautiful. And then her boyfriend's ass is really big. And it's like, and I'm really sad because they probably were goofing around. 
and now I know about it. And it makes me well, sad that I know about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, but I would I mean, never do a nude just... selfie with Daryl in the bathroom. Ever. Never. Can you even imagine? I, you know, I don't think I could do a nude selfie. I just don't. Like, Can I, you even Im- uh, No. Never. <laughs> and like I said, never. the pictures I send, they're – my face is never in the pictures <laughs> ever and yeah. it's usually of a body part but i mean when i say body part it's not like i send a picture of my vagina or something like it'll be a pair like a picture of my legs or of like my cleavage or something like that i've definitely sent daryl body shots but it's just such a strange thing i mean only certain porn stars can look natural nude <laughs> in a pose with yeah. their, you know what I mean? I always feel like I look like, hi, welcome to McDonald's. What can I get for you? <laughs> right? And then this sexual pose, you know, it just doesn't match. It's I just weird, you know? Well, that's why my face is never in the pictures. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. Let's talk about television, which we haven't talked about in a couple of weeks. You've been dying to tell me about your opinions on the Food Network uh, cooking show. I don't know what happened to Cupcake Wars, but I guess it's gone. And, you know, we've discussed that before and we kind of yes. felt like, you know, you don't have to be very smart to make cupcakes. And right. so, and it seemed like most of the people on Cupcake Wars weren't very smart. So right. now there's a new show and I'm not exactly positive if it's worse or better than Cupcake Wars. It's okay. called Cone Kings. Cone and, King. And so basically... They make ice cream during the show instead of cupcakes. So I'm watching this and I'm thinking, is it really that hard to make ice cream or is it easier to make a cupcake? Like, I don't know which one's worse. I've, I've not really made either. To be In honest. all honesty, I would have to say that if we're really discussing this, I would say that cupcakes are harder because it's there's more science to it because it's baking. Then I don't understand why – okay, so now it just makes me even angrier because then I'm like, this is just <laughs> like hitting an all-new low that they are literally having people go on there and make ice cream. Like something – it's like it's like what's next? Ice cube wars? I will say that the tipping point for me on the Food Network specifically uh, was this last Food Network star show – I saw the season finale where they announced the winner mm-hmm. and I couldn't, it, it was just, it's so cheesy and so it just doesn't feel authentic and it's just really scripted and I, it has nothing to do with cooking. It has nothing to do with creating a meal for anybody. You know, right. it was just, it's just very commercial. Like this is our brand now. And so that was kind of the end for me. I mean, I do have the shows that I enjoy. Like, I like Chopped because they're chefs right. who are creating under pressure. I like Iron Chef, although I haven't seen a new Iron Chef in forever. I haven't either. But these shows, to me, I'm just – I'm thinking these are ways to showcase their, you know, their flagship celebrities like Guy Fieri and Rachel Ray. And It's so funny that you mentioned them specifically because there's another show now on Food Network, and it's basically like – the same theory as like the next Food Network star, okay. but they're doing it for children. Oh, I've seen that. I mean, I haven't seen the show, but I, I've seen that that promo. Right. So basically what happens is is they have like eight kids, I guess. I think it's like eight or six. I mean, 12. Anyways, so <laughs> I can't remember. Anyways. 24, <laughs> 77. Six to one, half a dozen to the other. Anyways. Three quarters. So they have these kids, and at the end, the kid will win their own Food Network show on foodnetwork.com. Oh, so they so don't the, actually win a sh- Like, they win a show. Okay. On the website. And the way they're doing it is they're not eliminating a child each week. They are giving stars each week for, like, you know, best dish, best on-camera appearance, and best MVP or something like that. Okay. And so then at the end, then they basically decide who will be the kid that wins. And so, so, I mean, it's a fair way to not, like, let anyone get their feelings hurt. But here's the thing I didn't realize. So I would say out of, like, the ten, nine of them are probably, like, 12 years old. There's one little boy who is 10. Okay. Oh, he's young. Really young. But they all know how to cook, like, ridiculously well. And I'm just like, how do they know how to cook that well at age 12? That's really young, yeah. The other thing is is that in closed captioning, like, in another room watching on TV is their parents. And so mm. they're, the parents are not in there with them. Like, they're the kids are in this main studio area cooking, and the parents are in another room watching. Okay. Some of the things, like... 
last week, this little girl, she was making meatballs. And she says, I only had one pot holder, so I used a towel as the other one. And she says, you know, I tried to bunch it up as good as I can so I didn't burn myself. But she says, when I went to go pull out my tray with my meatball, she's like, the towel slipped and I burned my hand. Oh, no. And so it showed her and she's like, ouch, that really hurt. And so... I immediately think, like, I know I would have been blowing out of that room and, like, running down the studio hallway or whatever. To be like, she burned her hand, oh my god, you know? Yeah, because it's scary and she's under pressure. And And then, like, another little kid had cut himself. And then another kid... He thought he did such a bad job, he started crying. And oh so I'm God. just like, I'm like, this is horrible. And so they have Rachel Ray and Guy Fieri or whatever that guy's name. Like, they're kind of like the parents, I guess. And so they try and comfort the kids and stuff. And I'm like, this is bullshit. I'd be out there and I'd be like, get the f- <laughs> fuck away from my kid you blonde freak oh that sounds stressful i don't think i'd want to watch that show well and so the worst part about it is ryan loves the show by the way oh yeah that's what i was gonna tell you is he's he apparently he loves it He's like, oh, I'm going to be on that show. And I'm like, no, you're not. I told him, I said, Ryan, you have to learn how to cook first. I told him that. I said, what do you know how to cook? And he goes, well. I'm like, well, what? I can make waffles. And I'm like, no. I go, what are you going to cook? And would you eat anything you cooked? I said, because you won't even eat the grilled cheese sandwich that you asked me for. So tell me. What are you going to make? That was one of the last episodes is they all, their parents told the producers their least favorite food. And so... They had to cook that food in their dish. One girl had to cook Brussels sprouts. And she's like, thanks a lot, mom. You know, because she was pissed. (laughs) Anyways, so when they were first introducing the kids, one of the kids, you can tell he's a little older. He's probably almost 13. He says, you know, I, I've been bullied a lot in school, you know, but that's okay because I've, I've always enjoyed cooking and I just kind of escaped my cooking. And so then they, they felt, show the mom next. And she's like, you know, he's had problems with bullying, but, you know, we really felt like, you know, he's been able to embrace this, you know, love for cooking and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And so I'm like, hmm. wait a minute here. Why is this your platform for bullying? Like, is this what you're doing? Oh. Is, is you're basically like saying... Mm-hmm. My kid was picked on and bullied, and so instead of trying to figure out or resolve it, I'm just going to make him even more, you know, awkward and antisocial and put him on a cooking show. (laughs) Yeah. And then further tell the world how bad he was bullied and make him tell the world how bad he was bullied. I'm like, what? What is this? (sighs) Yeah. You know what? It's funny that you mentioned that because one of the things that producer Deb hates is when I watched Chopped, he said... I really resent the fact that they only bring chefs on who have some kind of backstory. It can't just be that they want to be there and and compete. There has to be some tragedy, some illness, some kind of I pulled my bootstraps up kind of thing. And now it's all of a sudden they're the poster child for, you know, I was homeless for five years and I was on drugs or, you know, and now I can make, you know, creme brulee. Or- yeah, I'm doing this for my mom who has cancer and I need the $10,000 to, you know, pay for her bills. Right. Or, you know, there's always some trying to pull the heartstrings. Whatever happened to people just, you know, having a life and just wanting to do this for the sake <laughs> right. of the 10 fucking grand. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> right. Be like, well, uh, I went to culinary school. I had a pretty good upbringing. And um, I just basically want to win $10,000. I'm sorry, we have no interest in you. Yeah, that's pretty much it. (laughs) So like this kid, I was so mad at the mom because she basically made it sound like, and here's the thing. I know that bullying is a sensitive subject. And I'll be the first to tell you, I don't have any firsthand knowledge of bullying. I, I do. I know for me personally as a child, I was small. I was very scrawny. And I think people attempted to pick on me. But I am so goddamn mean. Yeah. And and it's true. angry we used to call you and loud. And I will probably say some of the worst things that you couldn't even dream of. I will tell my children to say things to kids at school that they won't even say because yeah. they're like, Mom, I'm not going to say that. Why? I I'm like, why? Because I'm going to get in trouble. And I'm like, no, you only get in trouble with me. I said, if your teacher has a problem with it, then they can talk to me. You know what? That's so true. I've, I've, I've coached all of my kids the same way. I was... <laughs> 
Well, in this day and age, bullying is completely different than when it was when we were, when I was really little. Well, there but really there was wasn't, a, if you get picked on, you either get beat up or you beat them back. You right. Know? And I recall vividly there was a girl who picked on me. And the only way that she could successfully intimidate me is she had to have like six other girls with her. That's such chicken bullshit. Well, I you know why? That. Because I, can I tell you how many times I said, yeah, let's go. I'll fight you. Because... Unlike you, although I am mean and I am mean. Right. It takes a lot for me to get verbal. I will physically accost somebody if right. they if they threaten me. And sure. so to me, you know, that's that's my Hispanic coming out. I go I go fucking crazy physically. I will kill some I will kill a bitch. Right. She could only intimidate me by by producing other friends, right. which is what bullies do. All bullies do it. No, that's true. What was interesting about that, though, is she finally left me alone after a year. And then I watched her pick on and do the exact same thing to another girl. And I was watching it from afar going, this girl is a one trick pony, man. Mm-hmm. This is all she does. What a pathetic excuse of a girl. Right. See, that would have made me mad. <laughs> so funny the other day. There's this kid at Rand's school, and I guess he is like su- Mr. Super Athletic. And so whenever they play games, he like hogs the ball or, oh, you know, yes. he always tries to pick all the really fast kids to be on his team and all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And so it bugs Ryan. And he's like, I just, you know, I don't want to play with him anymore because it's not fun. But I'm like, well, don't play with him. I said, he sounds like a little dickbag. I didn't say yeah, that, but I right. mean, I basically. Like, he doesn't sound very nice. He's like, yeah. And then he said something like, you know, oh, what, aren't you going to play or something like that? And I said, next time he says that to you, say, no, I'm not. And, I, and, and say, I have a date. And then he's like, a date. What? And then he says, what do I say? And I used to say, I have a date with your mom. <gasps> he's like, mom, I'm not going to say that. I'm like, why not? Why? I would say it. If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. If you do, there's a good chance you'll hear all about their ugly and awkward moments as they happen. Plus, you can share yours with us. Go to UGLEETruth.com or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. If she was a drink, she'd be single. I am obsessed with watching Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders making the team. I tried to watch a episode and I'm just like, you know what? I'm like, I can't stand. It's like, I just don't see how these, this is still relevant in like today's society. You know, a cheerleader. Because everybody loves cheerleaders. They love to hate them. They love to judge them. They want to be them. Do you even notice them when you go? Yes. The Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders are probably the only cheer squad in the NFL that is actually a brand of their own. Well, that's what I was going to say. They have their own brand. They do. They're called America's Sweethearts. It's a heritage brand. And I think that the standard in which they hold those women is unlike any other. There are other girls from other NFL teams who will come and audition and don't make it. Yeah, They're just sure. not good enough, you know? And so, and they, I mean, physically, they have to be a certain way. Athletically, dance. I mean, they mm-hmm. were critiquing one girl the other day. They said, well, you're, you're better than you were last week, but it's really clear to us that you've never danced professionally. I mean, or it's like they'll ridiculous. even get them on like freaking interview skills and their yes. football oh, knowledge. And all. I mean, it's like it's yes. like a little mini Miss America pageant. Well, and not only that, but it catapults these women off to other things when they're done. You know, it's a definitely For a career what? starter. The Desperate Housewives of Dallas, Texas. There what? are a lot of very wealthy married DCC girls. That, well, that doesn't terribly shock me. Well, like you would turn that down. I wouldn't. Are you kidding? I would marry a player or a coach or some wealthy oil magnet i mean yeah if i loved them but if they were like decrepit and gross and no. i happen to be hot and gorgeous and i'm like i wouldn't waste my these women do have the pick of the litter they do not have to marry old tycoons they can marry hot young guys well, that's good. no doubt anyway i love it and i'm watching it and i don't it's care, your but guilty I love pleasure it. stephanie it is show too love it so, let's talk about our ugly and awkward moment of the week. On my couch, I have one of those couches that where on the ends, the the foot reclines. So, okay. it's like a recliner chair, but it's a couch. And okay. so, on each end... 
the chair part reclines and the footrest comes out. So I was reclining in my chair recliner couch thing and I had some lotion on my little stand next to me, but it got knocked behind the stand. So I reach my arm back to get the lotion and I'm like bending over because now I'm realizing I'm have to sit up a little bit to do it. And when I sat up, the chair shifted and it pinned my elbow to the wall. And so I was just like, oh, okay, (laughs) because... When you want to outstretch the foot part, you have to like push out and and it, the bat t- tilts back against the wall. So your elbow is stuck between the wall and the chair. Yes. And so <laughs> I'm reaching down for the lotion. Obviously, at this well, at this point, I can't get the lotion because my arm is pinned. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'll lean forward a little bit and maybe it'll lean the chair back. Well, I don't know what happened, but it started to roll and like my it's like the wall and the chair created like a rolling pin type thing and so oh it started God. to roll my elbow into the wall painful. well and so i started screaming cuz it hurt i'm like ow <laughs> And so then I was just like, okay, this is ridiculous. So then I was doing like the quick move where I was trying to quickly jerk my arm out because I'm like, okay, I better fix this before I someone have to comes save out. myself before someone comes out to see me, right? right. You know, I didn't want to, and so I couldn't do it. And so by this point, Victor came out and he's like, what? What are you doing? Like a look of half confusion, half like, what? What? What the hell is going on out here? And I'm like, my arm is stuck. And oh so my God. he went to go pull on it. I'm like, ah. God, Paula. <laughs> so we're. I'm practically standing now with my arm still wedged between the. You couch. were still stuck. My elbow was. St- it was stuck, and so why, I don't know if he pulled he the chair. The couch. I think that's ultimately what he did. Is he just pulled it all the way out, and then my arm came unstuck, and then. <gasps> I quickly grabbed the lotion and then I sat down and I'm like, please don't tell anybody about this because, you know. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell the whole world in a Well, right. Anyway. And so then later I'm like, well, actually, I think I know what I'm going to have for my ugly and awkward moment of the week. But so, yes, yeah. I, I stuck myself between my wall and my couch and I had to g- get help. You're like a baby stuck in a crib. You know how they get their little head stuck? It was kind of like that. Or like, I'll never forget That's the alarming. time Ryan got his elbow stuck in the slats of the dining chair. Oh, yes. He had stuck his arms back there. And then when if sometimes those slats, they like narrow and thin in certain parts. Yeah, they're so not he even. he stuck his elbow up and then he went to go pull his elbow out and he couldn't. So I had to like, you know, <laughs> whittle his elbow back through the slats. <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck. Like, Ouch, my elbow. My chest is constricted. <laughs> that movie again i love that movie it's so funny oh my god that movie is funny if you know what we're talking about we the money uh, pit suggest you see the movie the money pit it's it's a classic it's up there with you with overboard yeah really i watched overboard the other day i was so pleased oh my god i love that movie i know you know what okay so dirty dancing was on last night i just (gasps) couldn't bring myself to watch it i don't really i think you have to be in a mood for that because i I can't handle the dumbness right now i just can't it's bad acting it's too whimsical and super bad i just yeah you know what it's not good i carried a watermelon (laughs) well and just you know she's like the wind actually you know the the best lines come from the older sister where is my beige iridescent (laughs) lipstick I knew I put it in this drawer. Oh, I'm going to play charades in the lobby. Well, aren't we the little joiner, aren't we? She's so funny. <laughs> That's a great movie. It is. So tell me about your ugly okay. awkward moment. Well, mine is not nearly as uh, frightening and dramatic as yours, well, but... Yeah. I um, know. It's not like I was... What was that movie? 48 minutes or 48 days? 48 or? hours. Oh, where Maybe he, where he had basically gnawed his arm yeah, off? Yeah, I wasn't to the point no. where I was about to gnaw my own arm Thank off. Thank God. Right. That's that's terrifying. I would never be able to do that. Oh, me so. either. I would be. I would die. I would. I would die. I would. They'd probably find me, and they're just like she had shallow bite marks, but it looked like she just really didn't attempt to free herself. <laughs> she just kind of laid there. She just yeah, like wanted I would, to make it look like she tried, so that way you know. I would be. I would have panicked, and knowing me, I would have pulled on my arm really, really hard and ripped my arm off on accident. Well, I was afraid it was going to dislocate my elbow. Well, that would have been terrible. Yeah, it was really, it was like the, that weird pinching sensation. Like That happened to me once where I slammed my hand, my fingers in a car door. Have you ever done that? Oh, God, that hurts so freaking bad. It's 
it's it's, it's horrifying. almost stunning. Like you're staring at your fingers, watching like, them in and their it's weird, scary. Because you know state. what? In my mind, I'm creating a small backstory as it's occurring. Oh, I'm going. God. My fingers are stuck, and I can't open the door. And I'm going to pull them out, and they're going to be practically deformed, and I'm going to look like a melted Barbie hand, and. I'm going to be this, I'm going to be disabled for the rest of my life because I was so stupid. No wonder everything is worse with you. I mean, you add the anxiety and story that you add to the incident itself. I mean, yes. the whole thing is traumatic. Top it off with, you know, our father being the one that has, he's like, just open the door. I'm like, it's locked. It's locked. And then he comes <laughs> yeah. over and he's got a look of irritation on his face. Yeah, we're just lucky he didn't start the car and start driving just to be a dick. <laughs> how, how do children, how are we so stupid to slam that car door on our finger i mean it's not just children adults do it too all of my children have done it i've done it i mean what is wrong with humans i've done it as a child and adult i'm the only person i know that had literally bruised the entire back of my calf because as i was walking away from my car and i went to go shut the door the bottom like pointy part of the door slapped me in the back of the (laughs) calf That's, that's not funny no, it hurt so bad. Like, I gave myself dead leg, basically. And then I had this giant bruise on the back of my leg. And every time I went somewhere, everyone's like, Jesus Christ, what happened to your leg? It's like when I had the rug burn on my knees. Oh, right. People thought I had fallen or I had been in a bike accident or, you know, all of this yeah. stuff. And I'm like, no, I just, I was crawling quickly on the ground. I oh. did that once with a laundry basket. <laughs> we have stairs in our house. And I was folding laundry. Careful, I had now, a, that could be really violent. It, well, who knew, right? <laughs> and so we heard Daryl and I were sitting in the living room and I was folding. And for some reason, I had the laundry. And why, when there's an emergency, do you not let go of the items, but you take them with you wherever you're, whenever the emergency is occurring? So what, you took your laundry with you? Yes. And so I was holding a laundry basket and it was kind of broken. The handle had kind of broken off. And so there was like this jagged plastic edge to the laundry basket and so we hear this thump 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 and we thought malia had fallen down the stairs and so we both go running and of course because i am not coordinated apparently enough to just run from (laughs) one room to the other i run into the wall with the laundry basket (laughs) and i cut my leg so badly that i almost needed i actually did need stitches i did need stitches but i didn't go because i just didn't and I should have. Now I have a nice big scar. Well, sometimes it's just too embarrassing. Like, what, what are you going to say? I cut myself with the, the jagged laundry edge basket. of the laundry basket yeah. I mean, running was, into a wall. Yeah. And it was a it was bad. I should have. And I didn't. But so anyway. what was the emergency? She'd thrown her laundry basket down the stairs. <laughs> we, she got in a lot of trouble. We were very angry so. with her because she scared the shit out of us. Well, yeah. But that's not my awkward moment. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. So my ugly and awkward moment is last week we had the three-day weekend. Mm-hmm. And so Sunday, after your uh, children departed, we went out <clears throat> the side yard um, of the house. There's a little garden bed and there's lots of rose bushes. And so they needed to be cut back. And so I was cutting the back and then I was power washing the walkway down on my way, minding my own business. Now, I had come across a lot of large spiders, strange beetles and worms and stuff. But I don't mind spiders if they're in their own territory. Like, that's okay. You you don't want them on your turf. Okay. I just don't want them in my room or my bathroom. Right. So I leave them be because the reality is they're killing things that I wouldn't want worse than than them. And so they can be in their area. Just stay away from me. So I'm enjoying myself. And I'm like, this is so peaceful. And you know what? It's the second you let your guard down when things go bad. What jumped on you? A giant black bee came out of nowhere and landed in my hair. And you know what? Those big black bees, they make so much sounds. And they're like, uh, they're like one of those military helicopters. I mean, they're so huge and heavy. And it came, it, it touched my ear. And I, of course, screamed bloody murder. And so what did I try to do? I tried to shoot it with the hose. (laughs) Because that works, right? No, they just come at you even worse. Not only did I turn and try to shoot it with the hose, this entire time I'm screaming like a crazy person. (laughs) I mean, I was screaming so loud. And there were the neighbors. (laughs) Well, there were neighbors and birds chirping. And then when I stopped screaming, I dropped the hose and ran, which was also a mistake because I tripped. Oh my god! And Daryl's on the other side of the yard. He's like, "What's going on over there?" I know. Oh my god! I like, can't leave you for a second. I'm like a very black bee. <laughs> he's like, "What a buzzer! 
And I'm like, you know what? Listen, <laughs> Farmer Fred, it's not like you know what's going on. Be like, why Why are you talking so nonchalantly? I realize it's... we're in the backyard and you've been dirty for 10 minutes, but it doesn't mean that suddenly we're in some backwoods, you I know, know, farm town. It's like, listen, city you slicker. You? I'm like, hey, city slicker, just getting off the BART. Right. You don't even know, okay? You don't even know what I just went through. Like, get out of my face. Yeah, they're pretty big. Did it buzz you? And I'm like, shut up. They're pretty big here in these neck of the woods. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, <laughs> what is this? Keep your mouth closed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. I'm sorry. I didn't realize we just moved to Buck Snort and you're the mayor. Did I just step down? No, that's usually when I'd be like, am I having a nightmare? <laughs> we moved here <laughs> deliberately. Who are you? I know. So anyway, that was me. Get and that thing out of my <laughs> sight. <laughs> All I know is that there was a lot of happy birds chirping, butterflies, you know, children playing in the yard cats romping around and having a wonderful time and neighbors chatting and all of a sudden i was and there you are and everything like you're like the unnatural jalopy that just disturbs things the back i'm the backfire of the car like all of those things belong it's like that game on sesame street like which one of these things is not like the other and jamie's standing there by herself in nature Staying there with my with my see through dress. And all of a sudden, it's just a dark shadow. Jamie does not belong in nature. <laughs> it's, I don't. Aww. I don't. You know, and my intentions are true. And I, you know what? A friend of mine posted a bunch of photos. They went camping for the Memorial Day weekend, like oh a normal American. God. And I'm looking oh, okay. at that, going, in a million years, I would never choose to sleep outside in the dirt. Ever. Don't tell me it's fun. Don't tell me you're going to fish my dinner. I don't want any of it. None of it. Ever. I know. Like when someone said like before we went on like the three day weekend, someone's like, yeah, we're going camping. I'm like, why? And they're just like, because, you know, we're all going up there and, you know, we've got this really good spot and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all I know is that you can do the same thing. You can get the same exact response. If you have a home or a hotel room and you can go outside and take a big whiff of redwoods mm-hmm. and and or ocean smells, and then you can walk right back in, have a cocktail and watch Entertainment Channel. I'm telling you, hotel room with turn down service with the little chocolates on the pillow Absolutely. and like those giant baths and maybe some champagne, some oh, yeah, room sure. service and, you know, bad hbo what more could you need like that's fun that's that's amazing that is no one's getting dirty no one's getting bit by anything there's no rash you don't wake up cold with a rash you don't have to put your food in a trunk so bears don't get it you don't wake up with fur on your teeth or some strange creature flying around in your tent if your neck hurts you just get another pillow you don't have to like you know get some weird stupid memory foam mattress like god you know, when you get up to go to the bathroom, you don't hear like nylon rustling, like, you know, and flashlights and rocks clanking and like, you know, I don't know. Don't, that's like, you some don't have to put on sound. shoes to go pee. You can, if you can't see, you just turn on the light. I mean, it's- all I know is that Daryl was, he was lamenting that he missed, they didn't do the man trip this year because his brother is oh, having bo. a baby like any minute. And yeah, so really? because, because his brother is basically the guy who organizes everything. Right. Um, obviously that's not going to occur. And you know, the likelihood is it's probably not going to occur next year either, but that's okay. You know, life goes on and you find kids, other ways to enjoy it. Kids change everything. Ch- kids change everything. And so with that being said, he, has been walking around wearing his quote-unquote man shirt, his man trip shirt, the last couple of days. Oh, my God. It's a shirt that he got at the uh, fishing expo a couple of years ago. And in the last man trip they went on, one of the guys decided to uh, sexify it, which meant ripping off the sleeves with his bare hands and ripping the uh, neck open a little bit. He's been wearing it. And so he was talking to me last night. He goes, you look so beautiful. It's like, is his pits hanging out of it? Like, I really struggle if armpits are coming out of a shirt. It's awful. Yes. Yes. 
But they all have them, right? But they wear them on this man trip. Well, that's trip. fine. They can wear it together and be smelly. But right. I mean... But but he because he's really missing being with his fellow man, and I don't blame him. I mean, I totally get it. I mean, that's when they get to be smelly, man musky, Pooping, poop in the woods, whatever, right? Doing whatever they do, smoking their cigars and their weed and drinking their whiskey, whatever. And their homemade Go. chili, yeah, that's by fine. all means do it. I I see I love manly men when they're away from me and it's wonderful. So he's looking at me and he's like, You're so sexy. You just look so good. And I'm looking at him like, You look really ugly in that shirt. <laughs> You're like, I hate that shirt. And he you. starts to laugh I go, I really hate that shirt. And he starts to laugh at me and he goes, I'm trying to woo you. And I'm like, I just can't do it. I'm sorry. I, I, I've got this fish staring at like, me. You want me to you're trying to woo me in a fishing shirt? Sleeveless shirt with your you know your arms and your pits hanging out i can't you'd have better luck if you just took the shirt off and turned off the lights (laughs) so so he took the shirt off i'm like i'm over it (laughs) i couldn't do it i'm like i'm sorry just give me a minute the moments has passed anyway all right so i i would say that you won simply because you almost killed yourself and i just almost killed myself and i unfortunately needed the assistance of someone else to help me which was stupid because it's (laughs) Who really needs help getting off the couch? Like, I mean, that's... You and 90-year-old grandmothers. But that's what I'm saying is, is like, it's not like... I, and it's not like I'm a big person. You know, it's not like I was being crushed by my own weight. It's not like I you just... Were, I don't know what happened. I don't know why. the ch- It's like the chair malfunctioned or something. Or like it was... <laughs> I don't know what happened, but... I don't either. Anyways, well, thank you. So, well, I think that's pretty much a wrap I, for this I think, week. Yes, I definitely That and think. then some. So... Mm-hmm. We hope everyone has a great week in wake of all the sadness that's going on with um, these great comedians. But, you know, definitely in our thoughts and not forgotten. Also, if you haven't had the chance, go ahead and download and purchase our app. Once you purchase the app, there's no cost to you ever again. And you mm-hmm. get access to all of our shows plus the ugly cuts, which is all the little um, things that, you know, when we have shows like this that go really long producer dub will dice it up and make some ugly moly and uh <laughs> Ew, gross <laughs> chop it up and make some ugly moly so ugly into the ugly cuts um, <laughs> for your listening pleasure so uh, with that said have an awesome week and we'll talk to you next time bye that's it for this week. Be sure to check out UglyTruth.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, or, of course, the Ugly Truth mobile app for any past shows. And then every Sunday, you'll get a brand new episode. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com and stay ugly, my friends.